Welcome to the Maitripa College podcast. Maitripa College is a Buddhist institution of higher education founded by Yangtze Rinpoche in 2005 in Portland, Oregon. We offer two graduate degree programs, a Master of Arts in Buddhist Studies and a Master of Divinity, and Classical Tibetan Language Studies year-round and through a summer intensive format. Founded upon three pillars of scholarship, meditation, and service, the Maitripa College curriculum combines Western academic contemplative learning and traditional Tibetan Buddhist disciplines. Through the development of wisdom and compassion, our graduates are empowered with a sense of responsibility to work joyfully for the well-being of others. They become agents of positive change in the world and are shaping the development of Buddhism in the West. As scholar practitioners, chaplains, professional translators, doctoral degree candidates, leaders in the nonprofit world, educators, and more, we invite you to join us to make your practice your life. In this week's episode, Tiffany Blumenthal, Director of Student Services of Maitripa College, interviews Yangtze Rinpoche about lineage. Welcome to the Maitripa College podcast. Today, I will meet with Yangtze Rinpoche, the president of Maitripa College and inquire about the topic of lineage. I am Tiffany Blumenthal-Patrella, a student of Maitripa College and of Yangtze Rinpoche since 2011. I currently serve as the Director of Student Services and am so happy to have this opportunity to speak with Rinpoche today. Rinpoche, thank you so much for taking the time to meet together. Thank you so much, Rinpoche. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. <clears throat> so I'm hoping we can just jump right in on the topic of lineage. Rinpoche, I wonder if you could start off just by describing the word lineage in the context of Tibetan Buddhism from kind of a foundational knowledge standpoint. What does lineage mean? Where does the word come from? What's the etymology of the word, if you will? Um, you know, the English word lineage, if we translate back to the mm, Tibetan, is a, a Maybe much more kind of roughly roughly translation can be like a gubi chinlap. So guba means kind of basically means something uninterrupted uh, blessing from realized person to person who are devoted to that person. You know, kind of the relation was a very sincere. And based on that sincerity, heart-to-heart connection, and then there's these kind of spiritual blessings uh, kind of pass through. They can be oral transmission, there will be initiation, there will be teachings, so on and so forth. So fundamentally, there is a, some kind of like a sincere, pure kind of <clears throat> uh, heart-to-heart connected, that kind of um, advice or guidance, something passed through uh, from teacher to teacher, master to master. So that's kind of like the guba, gubi chela. And uh, now when it becomes really kind of more kind of <clears throat> structure-wise, uh, part of the, particularly in the Tibetan Buddhism, uh, I think, like, uh, 
for example, Buddha Shakyamuni, and then there is a wisdom lineage, and there is a method lineage. You know, from the Manjushiri, there is a wisdom lineage. Uh, from Mitreya, there is the method lineage. So, in that goes to the kind of like a. Uh, uh, so. So there is a that's kind of like a generally wisdom lineage and a method lineage, and then even you know, furthermore, uh, basically lineage of a blessing of the practice, and that's much more towards to revert to the uh, tantric lineage. So in the lineage, when you go. It's a basically wisdom lineage and method lineage can cross through Sutrayana and Tantrayana both, but in a generally speaking, wisdom lineage and method lineage are much more kind of referring to the tant- uh, Sutrayana perspective. And the Tantrayana, then Nyamnyan Chilabgyu, and that kind of Chilabgyuba uh, bl- lineage of the blessing. So, uh, so lineage is something that, <clears throat> in a blessing, we call blessing, but at the end, some kind of a, a enlightened potential was a kind of awakening from master to master, individual person to person, kind of pass through that kind of like a, uh, not just heart to heart connection, but it awakening or establishing some kind of seeds of potential for the individual, you know, from master to master, that kind of potential was established. So that potential comes through specific karmic connection with that specific teacher or specific lineage. So some teacher have a very good and effective able to awakening or establishing that potential of enlightenment for one individual, but maybe not that effective for some individual. So it is uh, something karmically, karmic circumstances is there, and also at the action level, there is this kind of like awakening or establishing enlightened potential. So that's the kind of like the fundamental. Thank you, Rinpoche. So if I understand correctly, within the concept of lineage, within this concept that there's a warm heart-to-heart connection, there's also some delineation that there's a, a compassion method and a, um, a wisdom side of, so there's a method and a wisdom side of uh, lineage. And it sounds like there's also sort of a, a view of lineage and the relationship of lineage between sutra and tantra. And so there's the sort of those distinctions. And then there must be other distinctions as well, Rinpoche, about you know different teacher to teacher. I'm just wondering within these distinctions, like what lineages are there? And if I wanted to learn more about these distinctions, is that important to me? For instance, like I'm a new Buddhist, I'm practicing in the United States in this particular time and place. Do, should I understand and investigate the lineage of the teacher that I'm that I'm listening to, or is that is that something that um, that I can sort of decide on? Is that for me to decide what lineage I'm a part of? Is that something I consciously choose, or or how does that happen? And, and does it even matter to me what uh, any, uh, about the lineage of the teacher that I'm listening to? Does that does that even matter to me? 
Can you say more about that relationship, Rinpoche? You know, lineage blessings, or meeting your own root guru, or finding your own root yidam. You know, all these things through the path of the lineage. You know, you establish that kind of like a connection. So, I think uh, the, the minute we say the word important, you know, somehow ego likes to control and trying to get there. And that's the exact opposite of the lineage. We need to ego, need to not engage with a control attitude into that things. So, so it is a, a lineage is a basically warm heart to warm heart blessing. And that blessing was open through certain level of a surrendering or not kind of ego control and ego kind of like, a, you know, controlling ego kind of trying to handle it. There's a certain level of a kind of like a giving up and a let going. And uh, uh, there's a certain level of a tamed, subdued ego behavior tools to the path, towards the spiritual journey. So I think fundamentally, the lineage, you know, lineage blessing, uh, I feel it is a blessing to the heart. Lineage blessing is a blessing to the heart. And blessing to the heart is uh, basically the minute ego domination or ego controlling, that kind of like a let go, then yes, there's a hard blessing is received. You know, so one thing is a <clears throat> purpose of lineage blessing or the lineage is a really uh, a blessing of the heart to receive the blessing of the heart, to, re to open up our own heart. You know, so that's, so, so, so my point is that the minute we say, I think uh, theoretically, yes, it's important. Then now, the minute we say word important, then ego says, oh, now I need to get that. And that really destroys the, the lineage blessing, to, to, to connect with the lineage. So I, I think that fundamentally there is a sense of openness towards to the blessing and the lots of practice of uh, <clears throat> meditation, of impermanence and the... Uh, Emptiness, so and so, but that kind of wisdom meditation, uh, implement, I say, meditation practice. These are really good nurturing condition to uh, connecting with the lineage. Thank you, Rinpoche. Mm -hmm. So, if I understand correctly, we go through a process of opening to the idea of lineage. We may feel inspired connecting to a particular teacher, and. So through that process, uh -huh. how do we actually connect or receive the blessings of the lineage in our heart? If it's, as you mentioned, warm heart to warm heart, how do we know we've received these blessings or connection? And how do we kind of establish this kind of connection? Now, for example, you know, like a today's world, you know, like, you know, there's so many teachings happening that particularly now the COVID time, we have so many teachings. We can go through the Zoom uh, so many possibilities there. So now the point over here, you go to the, these teachings and uh, somehow, now again, just going to the teaching and just to the listening, 
and you can you can be inspired but that itself i'm not sure you receive the lingish blessing uh and and i think the lingish uh somehow individual person establish that kind of heart to heart connection with that particular teacher and the base on that connection whatever spiritual advice or teachings then absolutely i think individual person can receive the lingish blessing so now like uh, so when we go to teaching and uh, you know you have a general idea but not necessarily establish that kind of like heart to heart connection and then due to these kind of things you know that that kind of circumstances but now the question comes can you that situation can establish some kind of like a potential and seeds into our heart yes yeah, yeah any kind of interactiveness makes establish some kind of imprints but that imprints and that, that blessing also we can say may not necessarily call lingish blessing because it not necessarily it is a still like a uh in a basically there is a no ego discipline required for that um, when i say ego discipline discipline in terms over here that kind of like a somehow there's a there's a <clears throat> when it comes to the lineage somehow ego have a no no space I mean, I mean like the basically into the world of the lineage ego have to follow hierarchy <laughs> you know ego may don't wants to follow the hierarchy but in the world of the lineage somehow it need to digest ego have to swallow something that ego don't want to swallow it have to swallow so so it is a so much the lineage is a something mm, in a sometime these things you know due to the you know not necessarily because of logic and reason sometimes due to that kind of openness somehow ego is very easy to swallow something that usually ego will not swallow so uh so lineage blessings the lineage is something that i will i i think there is a good there's a good news part and there's a there's a bad news part i think usually we we look for the good news and the i think the the bad news part is the more we need to pay attention that's basically lineage means there's a something that not repressing the ego but there is a sense of a, ego is fully engaged but there's a somehow it it's somehow able to let go let go and in that let going opens the heart the heart connection heart blessing uh now then we can go through the good news and then all the blessings and all the these and that and all the, the yeah the the goody goody part is then we can have all the 
but here the particularly that's I think the and that kind of ego let going is usually uh, it requires so many things you have to meditate you need to analyze you have to do so many to ego to let go things related with the lineage blessings somehow once you're able to having that connection and there is a, this kind of like a spontaneity able to kind of let go by it is a kind of like a unthinkable something is ego able to do so that's the power of the lineage so 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 that's I think the uh, the language language there's nothing inherently something kind of independently something really positive and once you get that independently you have all this inherently or independently this is some kind of like a, uh, you know a potential was established awakening some kind of seeds I don't think so it's a really uh, you know, it is a, is a some kind of a, like a karmically. You know, it is a surprise. It is a surprise, and uh, that surprise is not just one time. But then you're able to continue to once you connect with the lineage. That surprise is that ego able to let go and open the heart, and uh, basically due to the blessings of the lineage, your individual person's perceptions and the things that what we perceive and apprehend have less influence by the, our own ego. And our function of our awareness kind of like a run through the blessings of the lineage rather than by the ego. So, uh, it is a, it is a, you know, like a very powerful connection, something very powerful connection, something that individual person able to let go the ego control. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rinpoche, for that um, clarity and explanation about about how we establish this kind of connection. It sounds like it's it's spontaneous, and it's also something that I think maybe we know it. We know it when we feel it, or we know it when we see it, or experience it. Um, this kind of connection, you know, warm heart to warm heart. Mishay, mm -hmm. speaking of of connections in teachings and lectures, you've often referred to to your teachers, and you you tell stories. You often tell stories about your your own life, and that brings me so much joy. And I know others enjoy that as well. I'm wondering if you would share a story about your lineage, mm. um, you know, sort of your connection mm. to your lineage. Yes. Thank you so much, Rinpoche. So, uh, I think like in mid '70s, at the first, you know, I met uh, Lama Yeshi. And you know, like uh, before that, I met several great masters, like uh, Fivis Zong Rinpoche, and uh, it was, uh, you know, I, I, might, I might be like around four, four years old, something like that. And uh, these, uh, and these teachers, they comes to my parents' house and do some rituals, but it's a very powerful for me to see this great you know to meet you know all times I'm very small kids 
And then after that, uh, Lama Yeshi and Lama Sopa Rinpoche, you know, one of the main, uh, 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 kind of connected with them. Um, then I'm maybe like six years old, uh, something like that. And, uh, and there is this kind of very strong heart connection with the Lama Sopa Rinpoche and uh, Lama Yeshi. Um, you know, that kind of like a sense of caring and the children's mind is naturally so opened and uh, their kind of like a affection through wisdom and compassion is, uh, uh, you know, is, is a very good, I think from one point of view for me is very fortunate because there is this kind of like a, a warmth and the spiritual blessings since I was a really child and able to connect with the lineage. Uh, uh, and then particularly uh, Lama Hundup, he's the kind of like the, uh, who keeps the fire of the lineage alive in my mind. <laughs> of course, Lama Zoparimbush and Lama Yishi, they are traveling, but when I was in Kopan, so Lama Hundup is uh, one of the main kind of like keeping that, uh, that warmth, that blessing that you know so so he then after that i met tirumbuche <clears throat> you know the current tirumbuche and i think there is a both way from their side there's the warmth of the wisdom and compassion and from my side there's a natural and of course there's a stories and so there's a kind of like a connections with the previous my predecessors but regardless on the spot there's this kind of openness, you know, warmth of their wisdom and compassion. And myself being as a very open mind, and, you know, as you, are, you are children, so there's a kind of like a naturally you can feel. So Tirumbuche was one of the also, you know, then connecting with the Tirumbuche's blessing. And that's really uh, leads me to the, you know, I was from six to until 10 or something like that up to Kopan. And then from 10 until I became Geshe, I was in South India, until in, including Tantric College. So during that period of time, it's much more kind of nurtured directly by the wisdom of compassion by the Tirumbuche and one, another Kinsun Losan Tsiling, one of the former abbots. But uh, also the language blessings of the in the Lama Thurndup, Lama Zubarimbuche, Lama Hishi, also surrounded is very... You know, it's, it's like a protection kind of things. It's a warmth. There's a, this kind of like a genuine warmth into the spiritual growth uh, for, in this case, myself. So it was a... Now, with a... I remember, you know, there's a... In a Kopan, those great masters... Uh, you know, when I was, they asked me random question. You know, when I was in Kopan, they called Segon Seshu Rinpoche, the famous Segon Seshu Rinpoche, one of the great teacher. Uh, and uh, I, I'm very much willing to help him. You know, he's this kind of very senior Rinpoche, you know, old guy, you know, kind of moving, very difficult to move. So I was like at that time in Kopan, like maybe, I don't know. Uh, 
six or seven years old or something like that, and I'm really willing to help him all the time, helping him do, you know, to to kind of like, uh, and uh, p this period of time, he will ask me random questions, you know, like kind of he throws. I think one time I, 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 I kind of give him one answer that's really he was so happy for that. And minute I answered that question, he was then he was so happy. He gave me so many gifts. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, then he was so kind of joyful, and so like uh, most of the teacher have a connection, lots, lots of kind of joyful. Now with Lama Yeshi, it is kind of like uh, I like to be around Lama Yeshi, and when he's come back from the tour and be back to Kopan, I f I really feel like they very high say almost like your parents back to your home, kind of like very warmth feeling. At the same time, I feel very kind of like unpredictable, you know. <laughs> he's, he's so unpredictable. So like, you know, any moment can be changed. So uh, there's a, yeah, it's a, you know, you know, a little bit because of unpredictable. So, so as your children, you say like, oh, what's, you know, what, what's going to be changed? Uh, at the same time, you know, very joyful and uh, very, you know, uplifted, yeah, very beautiful. And with the, particularly with the Lama Zopa Rinpoche, it was like all the time, it was warmth, warmth. And uh, Lama Zundrup also, yeah, he was a very, very caring and warmth. And Thir Rinpoche and another, my teacher, former abbot of Sarah Kinsulosan Tsering, they are like... Um, they, uh, I mean, like unconditionally guiding and teaching, and uh, you know, advising. And, you know, these are the into the kind of in a, just in the conventional level, and and, uh, and just into the much more into the deeper in the spiritual level. You know, of course, uh, even like. Any text that I have to memorize, they will give me first oral transmission. They won't let me to memorize just that I can read and memorize. First, they will give me the whatever the verse that I am going to memorize. They're going to give me the oral transmission, and based on that oral transmission, then uh, memorization and the the teachings. And so, uh, so I think the in Tibet the system they built up. Lots of systems, I think, in a, in a, within the all four lineage, the structure in the system, somehow carrying the essential blessings of the lineage. Of course, it have a philosophical ritual, many different things, but at the end, they are all run through the path of the lineage, and that's how it really nurtured through the heart, the individual. So, and I think one thing. In a, in a Tibetan Buddhism, and, and I think what are unique about that, I think it's everything. The lineage is the highway, the path, the path where you process entire your spiritual journey. So, it, it is it is like the uh, like the container or the way it contains entire the, your blessings and the realization. So. Uh, 
So I think this kind of uh, format or way it it kind of like a carry. Of course, it comes from India. I think definitely, and uh, this big deal of a lineage might have to do a little bit more stronger with the Vajrayana uh, tradition, tantric tradition, you know, which came to Tibet. So uh, this might have a play some role. <coughs> that kind of flavor carrying. Um, so, uh, and then particularly like uh, 1980, first when I met His Holiness, when I, I mean like I saw him in beginning of 1980, the first time he came to, where, where I able to, my own visually able to see and connect it. Um, and, uh, 1981, where he came to give the oral transmission of the Prajna Paramita Sutra. Uh, I must be like 12 or 13 years old, something like that. Oral transmission of the Prajna Paramita Sutra in South India. And uh, uh, there's a, um, I kind of recall the minute when I, first time in my life when I was seeing, it's really some kind of heart feeling, you know, Although there's no verbal and interactiveness, there's nothing there. There's some kind of like a heart connect, heart opening up. And then, of course, then later on, so many teachings. In a pretty much, I'm grown up under the His Holiness, uh, uh, his teachings. So so much influenced by His Holiness, his mm, the worldview, and the spiritual path. Know, lots of in my generation, there's you know so much influence. I mean, like I would say, his only the influence is a very, very, very strong in my generation, Rinpoche's and Tulkus, and the teachers and scholars. <coughs> uh, yeah, like um, now, now for example, his only not necessarily all the time is about. Uh, philosophy and the teachings and practice or initiation sometimes like very personal things you know like uh, so uh, so overall once you connect with the lineage this is like this is kind of like all com all kind of like a whole all compassing yes. It's not just a kind of spiritual path. So, anyway, these things uh, mm, and uh, <clears throat> and also particularly like when I was in Kopan and then in Gishi Sopala is so one of the main teacher of Lama Yeshi and also Ganden Tirumbuchi Korean Ganden Tirumbuchi. So. Uh, Sopala is one of the main, you know, like, he 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 saw this small kid who's a reincarnation of the Gishingawan Gindin, and then he said, okay, you know, we need to, he need to go more further. I think we did some kind of a debating examination in Kopan, and then after that he said, okay, he need to go more further uh, study in South India. 
so in the, again like uh, Geshe Sopala Geshe Sopala is also like a very much in not day to daily life that's he, but but there is this kind of like a overall that kind of like a going to st- uh, study into the seraph and getting all this detail in uh, education and training is mostly also fundamental kind of like a push was made it by Gishi Sopala. <clears throat> you know, so there's a, you know, I, I think in my case is somehow it p- put this small kid in the right place, in the right condition, it's kind of like a <laughs> put together, you know, like in, in my case is a, in, obviously they have to do with it because of the Tulgu and the Rinpoche, that's, that situation put me in the kind of right condition. So, uh, it sounds so beautiful, Rinpoche. Your connection to your teachers is there. It's an unbelievable list of of um, of spiritual friends and guides, and so precious, Rinpoche. Um, especially just to hear your your you know your your story about your connection to them. It's it sounds so blissful and so sweet and full of so much caring. I'm wondering, has there been this kind of more challenging quality or more of a, a wrathful connection could you tell us a little bit about that has that yes, has that yes. been part of your of your um, uh, lineage or connection to your teachers uh, absolutely 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 uh, I think it is a not all the time kind of like uh, it, it is a wrathfulness involves there is a peacefulness involves <laughs> you know and particularly i am not <laughs> tulku so there's a lot of wrathful <laughs> uh, there's a lots of wrathful challenge peaceful <laughs> blessings so yes it is a, a overall like you know you know the foundation, you know, that kind of wrathfulness comes from the foundation of uh, loving and caring. Uh, so, uh, so they, the challenge is same thing, you know. They will kind of encourage, push my limits. Uh, you know, and the fundamentally grounding me i think this is one important you know sometimes particularly for tulkus the language masters your teachers i think is important to grounding those tulkus you know to otherwise because of the title sometimes you know children can lost so one i think what I appreciate very much is not only the trainings and the guidelines, but the grounding me into the practical. You know, so this is this is I think. Uh, uh, you know, as a as a children child, and having this kind of like a tuku title, sometimes naturally you kind of like a popped. I say, is it popped up? You know what you. Yeah, you know, not grounded. Yeah, not grounded. Naturally, can happen because everybody's kind of like a showing respect, and there's a, some kind of like a. So, 
the teachers really kind of, for me, you know, grounding me more through the person-to-person uh, -person communication, just casual chatting, but casual chatting and conversation, and then based through this, really grounding. And I think that's... Uh, uh, then really opens up for the more comfortable, you know, once you're not grand, grounded well, there's, it, it may create some kind of uncomfortableness. So, makes kind of, you know, the title becomes just title. Otherwise, you're trying to ground into that title and that becomes groundless. You, you're not grounding into the uh, reality, you know, the practical things. So, uh, so, you know, it is a really kind of like a um, yeah, I think uh, uh, plenty challenge, <laughs> plenty challenge. Yes, it's, I think, I think, uh, uh, yes, plenty challenge in and that. They ha the, all the teachers have to perform the four activity: the activity of the peace, activity of the wrathful, and the activity of the uh, increase, and activity of the power. So, so, <laughs> so, so all these four activities are dealing with the four different type of my challenge. <laughs> Rinpoche, am yes. I correct in in regards to the to your lineage? Um, and sort of connecting that to the history of Maitripa College and its establishment. Was it partly your connection to Geshe Soparimpeche and uh, the experiences that you had in Madison and at Deer Park? Is that part of what inspired you to establish a college? Yes, absolutely. Also, you know, through Geshe-la, you know, there's, you know, lots of Geshe-la uh, students, you know, who went to the academic. At the same time, they are practitioner. So it, it was so beautiful to see that they have this kind of like a conventional uh, acknowledgement from the mainstream of the society. At the same time, having this kind of like a Dharma practice in the, that kind of lineage blessings was there you know so so it's uh, so it's I felt like again it's very beautiful can we bring the lynch blessing into the mainstream of the society you know so there's a you know like for example in today's world there's a lot of like this concept of a contemplative study and I think it's just in in, in an essential way, can we have the study which is connected with the lineage some way? It is not just heart, not just head study. <clears throat> so there is a, some kind of like an ego let going into this, not like a, a ego controlling way of uh, educating, you know, education go through that way to let going the ego. So, uh, so. So Geshe-la, you know, the, those academic, but at the same time having this kind of lineage blessings and lineage connection with the Geshe-la, I thought was so beautiful. And, uh, and uh, 
early times the Nalanda monasteries in India, and these are supposed to be something like that, is an academic institute, but at the same time honoring the lineage blessing, practicing, these have a really strength. Uh, so, basically, through the lineage connections, lineage blessing, the heart education or education of the heart, that can really kind of opening up. So, yes, I think uh, it, it was uh, one of the inspiration to see that, okay, Buddhism, you know, it is a new religion into the West, and uh, kind of like a relatively new philosophical, Eastern philosophy, in a way of thinking of a world, and uh, maybe can we bring this together into the, you know, in the mainstream of the society, but not as a, just as a theory or something that is an integration of the practice. Uh, so, so in the in the Geshe-la students from who are graduate from University of Wisconsin, of course, from the university you are not allowed to go through this kind of lineage, but the lineage connection was established for the, those students who are got the, you know professors now some of them retired some are still in the fields and like one of the Jose Cabezon now he's the president of the you know uh, AAR current current president of the and like you know yeah, they are practitioner at the same time being kind of academic so this is beautiful I thought really beautiful and inspirational Finally, Rinpoche, regarding connecting to lineage and, um, and Maitripa College, as a community of friends and students, is there any advice you have for us to connect more deeply to lineage? Is there anything we can do to improve or more fully establish this connection? I think, you know, the, the process that we are taking right now, like we have the scholarship, and then we have the meditation, and then the service and uh, part of the scholarship and part of the meditation days uh, we are you know each time when we're doing this kind of a, like a study and practice we have some kind of like a rhythm in the ritual and uh, we are doing we are we are kind of like uh, marking these areas so maybe slowly we have to find these things happens much more deeper level this process happens much more deeper level then i think we not necessarily need separate method to connecting with the lineage and that process that already established into the part of the curriculum i think that itself may becomes a fundamental uh, condition to students to open their heart and connect with the lineage so I think there's a Mitripa have a lots of space to improve. Absolutely, I think, uh, and uh, that improvement is uh, not so much. I feel not so much from specific strategy and specific these things. I think that whatever point that we establish, if, if we if we engage in the first level when we engage through sincerity and uh, genuine mind. I think then the rest of the action may kind of naturally evolves, 
specific methods and specific things may naturally evolve. So, so somehow the I think there is a warmth. I think uh, in the in the metropa, you know, in particularly when there are some students and some people they come out of states or out of our environment, metropas, that they are able to witness and taste this kind of warmthness and sense of caring. And uh, I think somehow we are slowly kind of, not necessarily strategizing, but things that exist within the metropa, if we're trying to do those things much more sincere and open-hearted, I think naturally uh, students can be connected with the lineage. Rinpoche, thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom on lineage with me and with our community. It's been a wonderful conversation. I'm so grateful for your time and, and for, your, for your constant warm heart. Th thank you very much, Tiffany, and uh, deeply appreciate it. And, uh, and obviously, you are connected with the lineage. <laughs> so, so I think I think uh, uh, you 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 also you know. I think you you don't label, but you have the strong connection with the lineage. So I think what is that? I think if you're trying to look at it, maybe we cannot find, and we cannot pinpoint, but there is the, this heart-to-heart -heart connection with the language, you know. You will be the embodiment. <laughs> you, will, you will be the, with the witness, <laughs> the evidence. Okay. Okay, thank you so much, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody trying to listening my random, unorganized thoughts. So I hope, you know, I did with my open heart, and hopefully all of you are listening may get some benefit or you have a lot of question or you feel like this broken English I don't want to listen or you can also stop <laughs> okay okay thank you and thank you all for listening please stay tuned for further information on my Tripa College website regarding lineage and how to use or apply and integrate the idea of lineage into your everyday life Thank you for listening to the Maitripa College podcast. This podcast was produced by Alfredo Pinheiro, Tiffany Blumenthal, Andrew Hughes, Kate McDonald, and me, your host, Namdrol Miranda Adams.